0: I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days or ever making excuses, now I help women just like you from around the world do the same with my one-on-one private coaching program. In this podcast, we will explore my revolutionary approach to getting alcohol out of your way that breaks all the rules, life-enhancing tools that make not drinking exciting and joyful, and the profound and sacred journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. This show is not a substitution for rehabilitation, medical treatment, or advice, so please talk to a medical professional if your alcohol consumption is at risk to your mental or physical health. Now on with the show. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Welcome back to another episode. It's Mary Wagstaff. If you're here for the first time, welcome. I am so excited to have you here. Um... I host a monthly sister circle it's called sisters of the moon we we meet around the time of the full moon and that time um, in in just kind of like looking at the phases of what that represents for the woman in her monthly cycle um, is linked to um, the ovulation time if you listen to the the episode about cycles and rhythms I go into a little bit more about how our personal um, feminine cycle, whether or not you're in your bleeding years still, is um, is, is mirrored <laughs> or we are mirroring the phases of the moon. It's such a beautiful, amazing practice that when you become aware of it, regardless if you're in sync with the moon cycle or not, you can see how those those times in your cycle really are energetically represented there. So the new moon, Um, is our time of bleeding and cleansing, right? It's like this beginning, and then we have this waxing phase, this gaining of energy, and you'll notice that in your cycle to the full moon. And so the full moon time is a lot of energy. It's a time for clear, conscious communication between someone that you really care about, and it's a time for gathering and celebrating what happened over the last couple of weeks even, right? Because we're just in cycles of months, what happened over the last couple of weeks that I can really look back on and celebrate, and then kind of have that opportunity of the waning phase to? So I'm celebrating, and then I have the waning phase to evaluate, and then that that last phase before the dark moon is to really go inward and um, do kind of that self care, that maintenance of preparation for the next phase. And this is a really radical way of living. It's a really radical idea, but it changed my life. It's actually one of the tools that I used to stop drinking altogether was to become more aware of the implications of my own personal feminine cycle. And regardless, if you look at the actual moon or not, you can, when you chart your own cycle and you know, like when you're bleeding, when you're ovulating, and then you notice, you know, that waning time and the different phases where we have different hormone fluctuations you can really take that information and honor yourself instead of it being it's a bad day, it's my good week and my bad week which is a judgment you can say oh it's my preparation week right and 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 what didn't I get done last month that I'm really excited to reevaluate my process for for the following month but um you know, I really love this idea of coming together in community and it is something that I hope to do sometime with my business because um, I don't do group coaching and that could be something in the future and I really love the individual one-on-one and I think it's very necessary for a lot of people um, to be heard and seen in this way because alcohol does create this this isolating um, effect right which is which is also just a thought but because it's 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 there and it's present not only in our in our smaller lives inside of our bodies but also in the cultural implications of it as well so there's not really a lot of space to express this truth to confront this story from a very neutral caring compassionate way not to mention also that the work I do, as you know, if you've been listening, goes deeper than that. It is the sacred journey of the self, right? So you change your relationship to alcohol because you have created a new relationship to yourself where now alcohol is no longer welcomed. It's not even like, oh, get, get the hell out of here, right? It's just like, I don't, it, this doesn't work for this, this alignment with, with my values, with the woman that I really want to be in the world. Not to say that there won't be thoughts about alcohol, but thoughts about alcohol that you know aren't actually true is a diff, is a whole, is a whole different thing when you start to change your beliefs around what alcohol means. And that is why the one-on-one component is I really love because it's a way of self-exploration in a very personal way that most of us have never done, you know, maybe through therapy. um, But with coaching, the, and I talked about this a little bit last week, the coaching framework is really about blowing open, blowing wide open your identity, blowing wide open your belief structures, being willing to be like, hold Like, holy shit, like, I can't even, like, if that's possible, like, what are the thoughts that are getting in the way of that limitation, right? And we've all had these experiences where we thought something wasn't possible for us and we did it anyway, or we were forced into something. I was just talking about this earlier where, you know, before you say have children or some other, like, time obligation there's the excuse that I don't have time but sometimes when something comes into your life you figure it out right you figure out how to have a kid and all of a sudden now you have time for that and little league and like whatever all the other things are or your job demands more time from you and you figure it out right so you overcome your objections by way of what looks like necessity but you can do that anyway (laughs) because the 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 opportunity is still available It's just that you have the thoughts that are in the way. Um, But the whole point of what I was saying is that I really see this as a sister circle. And this is for all who identify as women are all welcome here. And even those who don't, the context is really the same. But I had talked a little bit about this before of like a review I had got about that this show is for women. And, you know, it's like. As far as I'm concerned, the whole world has been created for men. So yeah, I'm taking this this time to create a sacred container for information from a feminine perspective that really resonates with the feminine ideals. But feminine ideals aren't just for women. They're for everyone because we have inside of us masculine and feminine principles. And it's the the balance of the two or like kind of the free flowing of the two that makes all the difference in the world, where it's like the intuition and the wisdom of the heart is kind of more of that guiding feminine principle. And then it's the action and the implementation of it that's the masculine principle. So we're kind of always in this this balance of the two. Um, And that leading from the heart has not been a way that we see and perceive how we get stuff done around here, right? Um, And so I just want you to know that you are in my sister's circle, my sisters of the moon. And if you can find a sister's circle where you are, a woman's circle, it's one of the most healing therapeutic things I have ever done. And it might be out of your comfort zone. It might be a little vulnerable, but it's it's the best thing that I've ever done is become part of a global sisterhood and, and also lead one too. It's, that's kind of helped me propel, um, into my leadership skills, but also give a forum for those who kind of, it's the same as coaching a little bit, like that want to practice, you know, sharing and leading and guiding in a place that feels really safe. So, um, One of the things that I really, that I love to, that I know about my sister circle is like, it's not like I'm the leader and then like everyone else is here. It's that we've all come together because of like a frequency. And that's how I feel about this podcast too. We've all come together because of a frequency of wanting to have more awareness, awakening to a new understanding, awakening to our own desires and our emotions that there's a disconnect, right? That there's some way that alcohol is like the the red flag that, that you're living your life in a way that is not in true alignment and authenticity with who you want to be in the world, but you're not sure where to start. You don't even know what that looks like because it's happening more and more, but we don't see that exemplified in the world that we can achieve what we want to, which is anything, but do it from the authenticity of being exactly who you are, a woman or however you show up uniquely, um, because it's always kind of looked at as like the, the emotions are on the outside of that. But the only reason we ever do anything is for an emotion. We strive for more success, more power, more money, more better relationships, because we think it'll make us happy so that we can be fulfilled and satisfied and gratified, right? Like the end result is always an emotion, but you don't need to wait to achieve the thing. That's like the fun part. You can feel that way right now by becoming aware of the things that are happening in your brain. And so the reason that you're here is because you have had some inkling of gaining a new level of awareness, and that's really what i've been talking about about what i wanted to talk to you about more is that this is the first step in any change is first you have to become aware and confront the story like this isn't working and this is the f- one of a kind of an extended version of <clears throat> excuse me the five shifts the first step is comf- confronting the story there is a there is a quote unquote problem and the problem is is that i'm trying to solve my for my emotions with alcohol, but it's creating a deficit in my life and it's not actually working anymore. And frankly, like it's becoming like not very enjoyable, but I'm just going through the motions, right? Um, I think it's gonna be enjoyable. There's like that instant relief that feels better than the conflict that was happening in my brain, but but it's no longer getting me anywhere. It's doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So what we need to do is first have the knowledge Of the thoughts that are creating the emotions and a lot of times they are really these broad black and white brushstrokes of things so awareness is the first step okay everybody drinks that's a thought that so many people have everyone's drinking that's not true right so when you say that that makes you feel left out Right. That makes you feel as like like an outsider or shy or creates the feeling of deprivation. Right. So first, what the only thing that I really want you to focus on this week is for everything. Right. Because we're talking about alcohol. But then there are all of the thoughts that create the emotions of stress, overwhelm. Um, grief, sadness, loneliness, despair, that then that the emotion itself becomes the circumstance and you got to find out also how you got there. What are all the objections that I have to my life, right? I'm this, um, I hate my job. <laughs> this job is unsatisfying. My partner never does anything for me. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't care, right? The kids make a mess, right? Like you can hear that there's all of these thoughts that we have in our head that are creating the emotions that we're trying to solve for with alcohol. And even the feel-good emotions, right? It's a. Per- it's like, I feel awesome right now. Let's have a drink, right? But it's like, okay, well, then we stop there. So all I want you to work on this week is simple awareness. The knowledge of how you are perceiving a situation. It gives you so much information until you can see that and you can't change it. You cannot change what you cannot see, right? And we saw uh, this kind of has come to life so much this year in so many ways when it comes to diversity and equality, right? We see things through the lens of our experience. So you either have to have a new experience and be looking for it or look for the evidence out in the world and then kind of shift your perspective of like, oh yeah, that I can, I can see that now, right? I can see that I grew up where there, where, um, people of color and and other minorities weren't represented, um, Really, you know, in media or on the TV or you know all of these things, I can I can see that I know that I didn't have um, any um, black female teachers when I was growing up. That's very obvious to me now. So I can see the implications of you know. Um, institutionalized racism. Like I can see that now from this perspective, but it was just, it wasn't that I didn't believe it before. I just didn't have the awareness to look at it. Right. Um, the same goes for alcohol. Adults just drink. That's just not true. Like now I look for that. Now I can see that. And now I am one of those people. So your thoughts and your feelings are real. They're actually happening in the moment. But the thoughts themselves are not actually facts. They are not actually true. But you have to become aware of what your subjective interpretation is that's creating an emotion that then creates the desire to drink. That is the pattern. That's how it works. So you have to start with where what you are thinking because there's always another option that's going to serve you but the self sabotage is the unwillingness to look at it right the unwill the not being willing to be wrong standing in righteousness and you know one of my coaches says do you want to be right or happy do you want to be right or rich do you want to be right or in love with your partner and having great sex right like Where what do you what is the result you want? And are your thoughts serving you? But you have to first become aware of what they are. So that is your assignment for the week is just to see and say to yourself often, that's just a thought. Because your thoughts go to the negative bias the majority of the time. And if you don't see that, and you don't start to confront and look at where is my brain going what am i focusing on you can't change it but what i don't want you to do is focus on it from a place of blame guilt shame punishment um you know beating yourself up any of that. I can't believe, how could you think like that? I think so negative. I always beat myself up. I shame, you know, none of that. This is pure 100% neutral awareness. Just like you're watching your, your friend, right? Like you've seen your friend and you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't, (laughs) you clearly see the patterns of the third as the third person, right? You're like, if she like look at what she's focusing on or look at what she's doing right and so what you and you what you don't want to do is like we kind of jump in the pool with ourselves right this is just like a term of like when someone's complaining about someone else and I mean this is what gossip is like oh my god I can't believe that they did that are you kidding me versus like helping someone solve the problem which might be more like Well, I'm sure their intentions were, you know, were different, right? I understand that this was like so upsetting for you, but maybe they just didn't know, right? We all do the best we have with the awareness we have. And that's the other piece of awareness that I think is really encouraging that you can look at for the other too is you've been making your decisions about alcohol From the awareness that you have, you've been seeing the relationships in your life from the awareness that you have, and now you're giving yourself the opportunity to become the investigator of your mind, to become more of a a better ally to yourself, to develop a more intimate relationship to yourself because we're not taught this and that's okay, but you're learning it now, right? It's the best thing that we can do is investigate our own experience here on this planet of like, what is it like to be human and how can I change my thinking and my identity to have a completely different outcome in my life? I mean, there are so many things in my life that I'm like just okay with, like they're not a problem and they don't, they don't create problems in my life, but I know the other side of them can create so much more opportunity and experience. For example, intimate relationships right like that's one of the things I think when we grow get older is that we sometimes have like a few friends and our family and then we stop growing in our circle of, of relationships and I think that I mean I love hanging out by myself and my family I went away for one night this weekend with a girlfriend to go visit a couple other people and it was really fun and we stayed in the camper together it was like super fun Um, but I miss my family so much and like, that's like a little bit of like, you know, I see a little codependency there, but I, Matthew is my BFF. I mean, I love going shopping with him. I don't love shopping, but when I go shopping, I want to take him because he makes it really fun and he loves to like, he likes it and he. He makes it easier for me to buy stuff and pick out clothes. Um, And I, you know, we're together for a reason. I was it was very intentional for me. But I but I also gained so much from we went and went and took a two hour drive and I met this new sister friend that I never knew. And, you know, so it was like a whole new thing. Um, And the other thing, you know, is like sex. I think people become very complacent with sex and you're like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, you know, I'm fine without it. Like, it's not causing me daily problems. But what's possible for pleasure in your life? What's possible for kind of getting to know yourself and your own body and vulnerability and expressing your intimacy and your relationship? And that's another thing that I'm constantly like I'm, I'm working on. Like not constantly, but it is the thing that I am really interested in because I know all of these things are related. My relationship with alcohol directly informed the my uh, my relationship with my partner and solving problems, the growth of my business, the way I want to show up for my son, the way that I started this sister circle, right? It, it informed me becoming the leader that I wanted to be in my own life first, but then out in the world to be an example, to show other people that I, they can do it too, right? And then giving people, creating a space for people to do that, which is one-on-one coaching, my sister's circle. And it's like, yeah, we, not only, not only are you invited, but like, your presence is like required here in this life. Like we need your brilliance. We need your magic and your medicine. We need your expertise because you have in there a viewpoint that you might not even know yet, but that hasn't been expressed. And the the reason we have like quote unquote problems in the world is because they've only been seen and solved through the lens of like a very narrow viewpoint, like white men essentially. And that's, it's just not working anymore. right? And so we have all of these people who we don't even know what is their solution to the problem, you know? And so we want to invite that. And that is a broad broad statement, right? I know that we've had other people that are making decisions and stuff, but it's like the whole paradigm needs to shift here. And like, I'm ready to just have more fun, frankly, and because the way that it's been done is just boring. It's outdated. It's old school. I mean, even I see my 16 year old in, in in high school. He knows it's outdated. I mean, the models are just not up to date with the evolution of the human species, and they're not representative of me or my family. Right. So like we got to get up to date. But There are things that are out of our control. So you have to start with like updating your own model of thinking, your own belief system of thinking. And when I do that, I create my reality. I create my life. And then I serve. And that's the whole thing. You don't have to be in the business of all the problems of the world to make a change. That is the opposite. I believe it starts inside. You become more peaceful inside Boom, done, you've already created more peace in the world, one person at a time. And now I'm inviting you to do the same. And I've invited so many people to do the same and they're doing it. And then they're teaching their friends and their family and the next generation. This is how we change the world. And it's starting with your awareness of alcohol. So I just want you to pay attention this week just to your thinking. What is what is my thought about that? That's dumb, That person sucks. Like, all really, it's just your judgments, right? Most of your thinking is your judgments. I can't do that. It's just the way it is. I don't have time. I've tried everything. Most of our thinking is all objections towards the negative in their judgments. They are not facts. But again, I just want you to become aware of and be like, ooh, okay, now I'm getting it. Get excited. Write it down. And then if you have a little extra time... Jump on over to well, what? what's another thought that I do believe, right? Well, actually, um, I spend a couple hours in the evening usually watching Netflix. So yeah, I can put some time in there. I can move some things around in my schedule. Or if I get really excited, I know I always feel better once I do the thing, right? So I'm just going to decide right now that I'm super excited to go spend some time with that person and that would feel really great to like have a little time alone, right? Whatever it is, but you have to become aware that your thoughts aren't facts. That is the first step. You have to become aware that you're having them and you have to become aware that they are not facts. Just that alone. And what is the emotion? Just one word. Just say one word that's one emotion. And the way that you can start to identify this cuz sometimes when you're in the mix of it, well for, first you'll know it because you'll you won't you won't be getting the results that you want. You'll be turning to alcohol, right? Or some other form of buffering is the emotion, right? When you're having a really strong emotion that, and you can feel it in your body, that is the point to just stop, feel that emotion, but then go back. And um, I just actually kind of gave some of this like a mini assignment to do for the week is set yourself up ahead of time where you look at your week ahead and you see all of the things that usually cause you strife, right? Pick like three things, work, your kids, alcohol, right? And then just write down one thought as one sentence, all of your thoughts that are, are, the, are the normal objections, just so you can see them. So think ahead of time and then watch for them, right? So this is just going to be a really basic step of becoming the witness. This is being the witness in a deeper way. I think you're great, honor the fact that you have a human brain and that you can change your thinking. It is powerful, and what I find is so many people are more scared of the implications of what's possible on the other side of alcohol than being stuck in the alcohol. Being stuck in the alcohol is easy. I mean, it feels like crap, but it's just like an easy thing to do. You just pour a drink, right? But the other side of it, of showing up for yourself, of like being completely in control of the results of your life, right? By via awareness and emotional intimacy and curiosity. You can't, there's nothing you can't do, but then you don't have any more excuses. And that's what makes it hard, right? Like I have to call myself out on every excuse that I have, but that gets easier too. But I do it from a very loving, kind, gentle way. So there's options. Awareness is the first step, teaching yourself a new way, and then going out and doing it anyway. And that's the process. I think you're awesome. I really hope that you've left a review with some words on. Um, Apple Podcasts. And I didn't read one this week, but I'll definitely read one next week. And I hope you go do something fall-like and fun because this is the best time of the year to indulge in your senses. Have an awesome week. If a life of deeper self-mastery and feminine embodiment is calling you, but alcohol is the one constant in your way, I want to invite you to check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's your opportunity to apply the tools and principles from the show to your life, one step at a time. Together, we create the safe and sacred container to explore the habit of alcohol, the power of choice, and awaken your inner light. Schedule a complimentary alignment session where I will help you uncover the next best step for you on your journey of discovering what's possible on the other side of alcohol. Follow the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. I can't...